Hello, my friend, and welcome again to the Deeper Daily Podcast. I'm Paul White. It's the 14th day of August. Thank you for joining me as we are coming near coming to the conclusion of our journey through Paul's second letter to Timothy, 2 Timothy chapter 4. Specifically today, we're going to cover verse 14 and 15, 16, somewhere in there, um, as we try to head towards the end. I really think, even though there's 22 verses in this chapter, and when notoriously I go pretty slow, uh, I think that we will try and wrap it up today and tomorrow as we get into the... Because some of this is, of course, farewell. And so there's a few verses that you can kind of chunk together there with names of people he's saying goodbye to and greeting. And and so we'll kind of close that out tomorrow. For today, there's one real last big point that I want to make um, on its own, and that's verse 14. Alexander, let me read 14, 15, 16. Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. May the Lord repay him according to his works. You also must beware of him, for he has greatly resisted our words. At my first defense, no one stood with me, but all forsook me. May it not be charged against them. This is an interesting passage in that it brings back a character from 1 Timothy, because in 1 Timothy, he talked about uh, Alexander as one of the, the, the people who had shipwrecked in their faith, Uh, So we're to assume that this Alexander at one point was someone who was maybe part of Paul's ministry. Paul says that he did him great harm, um, and he asked the Lord to pay him back according to his deeds. And that, of course, causes some consternation in the way people read this text because we realize that we aren't righteous according to our deeds Uh, We are not blessed according to our deeds. So what does this repay him according to his deeds? And I really think that this is a reference to to the judgment as laid out in the understanding of, of the New Testament writers. Let me give you an example. In Romans chapter 2, the Apostle Paul, I'm, I'm, I'm going to turn there because I had it in mind, just didn't have it turned. Just give me a second. Romans chapter 2, Paul says this in verse 6. He will render to each one according to his works. To those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he gives eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and don't obey the truth but obey unrighteousness, there'll be wrath and fury. And we don't take from this the idea that God is bestowing favor on people for doing good deeds. Because when Paul describes what he means by according to his works, uh, he speaks of those who don't obey the truth and who follow the way of unrighteousness as those who will be underneath a judgment. Well, what is the way of righteousness? Well, we know according to the body of Paul's teaching that the way of righteousness is faith in Jesus Christ. And of course, I think that faith is accompanied by the work of living out Christ on the earth and and so Paul basically categorizes that as being the works from which man are judged. And so this idea that he can't say that Alexander the coppersmith should be judged according to his works and still be a grace preacher, I think is false. I also think that Paul's talking about the fact that he was wronged in some way by Alexander, and he's trusting that it's God who gets his back. What I think we could overlook right here is that Paul is not advocating Timothy to do harm to Alexander. 
He's also not trying to find a way to do harm to Alexander. He doesn't say, Alexander the coppersmith did me much harm. Um, Listen, you take care of this. Don't just keep him at arm's length, but you make him pay. He doesn't do that. He lays it at the feet of the Lord. And, And I would say this, whatever your theology is, however you land on the Lord repaying, say, an Alexander the coppersmith for his works or paying you for yours, let us land at least on the fact that these things belong to the hand of God. They do not belong to the hand of man. So I can't be the instrument for how God does what God's going to do as far as uh, policing people for their works or judging people for their actions. I leave this at the hands of the Lord. And I think that the judgment comes through Christ. So it's ultimately what we've done with Jesus that makes the difference. But it's also worth noting that Paul tells Timothy to beware of him. He greatly resisted our words at first. And at first defense, nobody stood with me. Everyone forsook me. So something else here that's important is that Paul's first public proclamation of grace, his first real public proclamation of this message of the new covenant was resisted not only by Alexander the coppersmith, but Paul says that my first defense, no one stood with me, everyone forsook me. So Paul was abandoned by his entire group of followers and disciples. Can you imagine presenting something and everyone leaving? And then in the end, that teaching, it begins to infiltrate and, and, and bring liberty to and bring salvation to so many people. In some ways, it had to make the Apostle Paul feel a little bit like Jesus, who was forsaken by nearly everybody right up to the end of his ministry. And I give Paul all the credit here that I think he's due, and that is that in this dying moment, he's not asking for Timothy to go on the war path. He's not telling him, hey, go attack Alexander. He's saying, listen, just watch out for this guy. He did me a lot of harm. Let's just put him in the Lord's hands. And You've probably been wronged by someone in your life, and that probably is tongue-in-cheek. You've definitely been wronged by someone in your life, and maybe it had nothing to do with theology. Maybe it even had nothing to do with the faith, but it was a wrong. Maybe you were wronged financially. You were wronged physically. You were wronged in, uh, mentally or emotionally. And some of these are could be flat-out abuses, and I'm not asking you to take it lightly. But I am asking you as a son or a daughter of the king to lay at the feet of your heavenly father whatever needs done with that individual. Lay it at his feet. Don't take it upon yourself. Don't take it upon, put it upon your children or put it on the people who love you or are near you. Lay it at the feet of the Lord Jesus and let him be the one. Paul then transitions from that no one stood with me and says, verse 17, but the Lord stood with me and strengthened me so that the message might be preached fully through me and that all the Gentiles might hear. I want to stop there. If you're looking at your hard copy, you'll realize it's not all of verse 17, but it seems like it should be. And I'll explain that tomorrow as we start the last part of that verse and we finish 2 Timothy. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless.